0: Star Wars Mind. Star Wars pa pa
1: it is Star Wars
0: 1, <laughs> Take it home! Star Wars 1, that's enough, but a tonic... <laughs> Resolution. Okay.
1: Episode number 19 of Nerd <laughs> Novice. I am Jim. My name is Megan. Thanks for joining us this week. Thanks for joining us. Okay. Oh, my uh,
0: God. <laughs> oh, That was oh. a strain that on my That was over voice. a minute long. Yeah, I know. We definitely just sang for a minute. That was wow. bad. I'm sorry. I excessive. apologize. But we're really excited because it's Star Wars Month, and we just decided, and you guys... This is going to be awesome. I'm going to like go home and make a bunch of stupid Photoshop pictures of us, like our faces on different Star Wars people and stuff.
1: Yes. Oh, my God. I love that. (laughs) I want to be a Tauntaun. I want to be Chewy. (laughs) (laughs) As the resident fat guy, you can cut me open with the lightsaber and crawl inside for warmth this winter.
0: Oh, my God. Star Wars month. Yeah. We're really excited.
1: So here's what's happening with that. This is really cool. We're going to talk about our book club stuff today, as per announced, as per usual. We've got Marvels from Kurt Busick and Alex Ross. Mm-hmm. And I think we're also going to discuss the Avengers. We're going
0: to throw a little Avengers in there. Yeah,
1: because Megan saw that over during the week. But for all of the rest of the month, we are going to talk about the Star Wars movies. And when I say the Star Wars movies... What do
0: you think we mean, people?
1: the three that matter thank you very much not episode one not your freaking attack of the clones worse not your revenge of the Sith even worse freaking Star Wars and Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back and yub yub Return of the Jedi
0: (laughs) oh my god I used to try to sing that song when I was a kid do 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 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, my God. That's some geek Wait, cred right there. Some Ed, nerd cred.
0: Street cred. Very good. Um, you didn't say A New Hope.
1: Well, Star Wars. Because, let me tell you something. And is that,
0: like, a geeky thing?
1: Yeah, it is. I call it A New Hope. We, we can call it. That's, that's fine. Uh, I don't that have was any, added later, I'm sure. It was added yeah. later. And that's why, technically... You don't have to call it A New Hope. It wasn't called. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. I'm going to exactly. call it that.
0: Because yeah. you know what? There is a new hope. And it is that there will be two more movies.
1: That's yes. what... That's what. That, oh, well, there's going to be so many well, no No,
0: more. no, I no. Meant, I meant back in the day when they were like, oh, we should probably retitle this because now it's going to be a trilogy. And the new hope is that there are two more movies coming.
1: Well, it's more than that. They've... There's going to be episodes seven, eight, and nine. Well,
0: yeah, I, I I wasn't talking about that. Okay. But yeah, I understand. Okay. Yeah. I'm hyper. <laughs> I just had a lot
1: of coffee. I'm having like a nerd attack over here. Coffee! <laughs> to be. You have you to you i Saying about the Star Wars. this <laughs> <laughs> <We almost laughs> dance. The toy. Okay. Right.
0: Solar. <laughs> Is that what you just yes. said?
1: Yes. <laughs> solo. <laughs> Una <guta> solo. <laughs> all right. We got to save that for next week because I can do that all day long. Turning it off. All right.
0: I just turned the switch on my face. Did okay. you see it? Yes. I actually did. Nice. Um. Okay. Yes, there are going to be more episodes. We all know that. Okay. So. <sighs> Marvels. Marvels. Oh, Before. We need to talk about something uh, folks. We got to talk to you Listen, guys. Listen. We need to talk. It's not you, it's
1: us. It really it it is us.
0: We is don't us. want this relationship to continue dot 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 in the way that it was before because we're changing the format a little bit of our of our show here. Um we're not breaking up with you. We still want to do the show. Um we're
1: it's not that we're not into you. In fact, we are so, so into, into you, you we, that we don't we think want we're worthy. You, we want to make you more into us. Yeah,
0: and we don't think we're worthy of you, so we're gonna we're gonna step up our game a little bit here, um, or maybe just step it diagonally sideways a little. I mean, it's not really up. We were doing good right. before. I mean, oh yeah, it's not like we're like
1: strong.
0: I mean, yeah. Anyway, we're stronger than yesterday, as Britney Spears would say. And um, we're going to change the format. And here's the format. Listen up. I'm going to write something on this for the website. So you'll have a reference guide. But this is how it's going to go. It's going to be more um, structured in a way that you guys can easily predict what's coming up the next week. Not necessarily the actual show or topic, but um, the type of medium we will be discussing. Right? Because before, we were a little bit uh, loosey-goosey little loosey-goosey with our formatting and we were just like let's do a show let's do a movie let's whatever let's talk about food and blizzards and stuff but now we're not doing that because we actually are planning out when that's going to happen so first week of the month will be book club which we did have structured before so that's going to continue so first week is book club second week we're going to talk about a movie any movie whatever movie we decide We'll talk about that. Third week.
1: And there will be, I'm screwing this up by interrupting you.
0: <sighs> no, it's okay, because there's a blog post to look
1: there, at. There will always be a week's notice, at least. for
0: Yes. For a movie, you'll at least have a week's notice. Um, for book club, you'll at least have a month's notice. Um, for the third week, we will be doing, this This is what we've been talking about. It'll be a TV show, but we're going to kind of change the way that we've done this Um, in the past, our, our default viewing will be half a season per month. Um, if, okay, let me forget the ifs for a second. Our default viewing is half a season a month. The reason why we're doing this in the third week of every month is because we feel like we've been sort of, um, skipping out on some valuable information to talk about right and we've went by picking random episodes we've kind of a confused ourselves b confused you and c missed out on some good watching material right
1: amen exactly
0: so we want to cover the entire our goal is to cover the entire season but we're not losers okay so we can't like sit around and watch the entire season in one month cuz i don't know about you but i don't do that actually i do but no i don't I don't do that. What? I don't.
1: <laughs> okay, where was I? <laughs> um you, you you really do have to understand that I for one am, am not judging anybody who can watch an entire series or season, season of a show in a month. Right. I I admire that. I aspire to that. Mhm. I can't stay up late enough. Yeah. I need uh like some trucker pills, if yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh, you don't want that. Okay, so so the default format, third week of the month, is a half a season of a TV show. Um, and then, you know, presumably the next month would be the second half of the season. But, well, that's a that's a presumed thing. So now we're on the fourth week of the month. And that is going to be our nerd novice grab bag fun time podcast extravaganza emporium nifty schnifty awesome episode. <laughs> Got it. I don't even know what I just said. Can you rewind? I don't know what I said. Um, But that the last...
1: Grab grab bag, nifty shifty. No, that was like the third thing. It was grab
0: bag... I don't even remember. Um, And it's going to be basically whatever the heck we want to do that month. So, recap. First week, book book month. Book... Recap. (laughs) First... (laughs) First week... First week, book club. <laughs> Second week, movie. Third week, TV show material, usually half a season. Fourth week, grab bag. Yep. Yep, and That's I it. think I think we're going to kind of play the TV shows by ear because some of them are half hour episodes, some of them are hours. Maybe we watch a half a season of something and we think it sucks and we don't want to continue so we just stop there and try something new the next month. We don't know. So we'll see how that goes. But... Um and we just our goal is to erase the random episodes uh format that we were doing before.
1: Right. We're we're eliminating the Whitman sampler. Yeah. And we're going straight for nothing but a box of truffles.
0: Got it. Done. Nevisifist. Yes. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Speaking of boxes of truffles before I forget. Oh. I I need to give an update as Let's I segue. as I promised what two episodes ago that I would do. Yes. Okay. So Jim's Weight Watcher update. This is going to be the lamest update ever. Uh, my first weigh in. I've been to my first meeting. How was that? It was fantastic. Yeah. Totally. He's still feeling and like pumped and
0: amped and like totally.
1: I'm totally into visified. it as of this very second. Oh good. Now, in two and a half hours from when we record this. And it will already happen by the time you guys hear it. I will have had my first weigh-in.
0: So you're either going to be elated or... I will
1: either be still super pumped and excited or I'll be like... I'm never going to do this ever. Dairy Queen. (laughs) No, 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 no. No. We all know
0: what you're going to be and it's going to be either elated and happy and totally still amped up. Or, you know, maybe slightly bummed but still amped.
1: Yes yeah
0: you can't lose that feeling of noviciosity no.
1: i've 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 gotta whatever happens like whatever happens happens but I gotta see this through to a yeah, it's positive. positive conclusion totally gotta do something
0: totes pause gotta yeah. do something <laughs> oh god I deserve a day off of my life for saying that <laughs> um so yeah there's gonna be a blog post describing that stuff um yeah. and we all are cheering on Jim as he Ventures as I go on my in his journey of self my non job
1: weight loss journey,
0: you're too hard <sighs> on yourself. Okay, anyway. Anyways. Um, oh, should we talk about what plans we have though for our next few weeks? Or,
1: yeah, I think I think because we need to, I mean, we, we sang need to for announce, a minute, but we need to clarify, we need to
0: announce the, the book club, Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So, okay, so today, as previously mentioned. We're going to talk about Marvels, and I'm sure we'll talk about Avengers as well. Marvelous. For the rest of the month, we'll spend the next three episodes covering the original Star Wars trilogy. Duh. Episodes We're four, like, five, and six.
0: Like a boss.
1: Okay. We will go ahead and, anna- and announce now, just to get it out of the way, that our next book club book, in fact, the next three months of mm. book club, are going to be Star Wars-related books. Okay. We are going to go back to the Timothy Zahn Heir to the Empire trilogy. Okay. Now let me just set these up briefly so you guys have a set em. have an idea of what this is going to be all about. Um series of 3 books starting with Star Wars Heir to the Empire. Right. Second book in the series is Dark Force Rising third book in the series is The Last Command. What's important about these three books, all by uh, Timothy Zahn, is that they came out in the, I guess you would call it early 90s, I want to say around 93, 92, 93, when they were originally released. And they represent the first Real set of expanded universe stories that were created in the Star Wars universe post-Return of the Jedi. Right. Okay? So, up to this point in time, up to that point in time in the early 90s, there had been some original fiction written that took place in the Star Wars universe. But it was all... Before the original Star Wars trilogy, there were there were 3 Han Solo books, 3 Lando books, and then there was another book that took place between Star Wars and Empire called Splinter of the Mind's Eye.
0: So these okay. are all like prequel type.
1: So those are all prequelish mm-hmm. books.
0: Backstories.
1: The Zahn trilogy, as it will come to be referred, is post-Jedi. 5 years after Jedi, what's going on with the gang?
0: Awesome. They are. <laughs> I just licked the thing by accident.
1: <laughs> oh, that's going to be so yeah. exciting. These, these are great. People have been saying for years that if they ever made Star Wars sequels, these are actually the stories that they that should, they be, should be making.
0: Nice. They're song. so
1: good. Except you guys for that, are all gonna love they're them. They're gonna
0: have to have new actors, but that's okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's that's all fine. good. So, anyways, I don't. Oh, that's I'm, enough I'm for so that. Excited. So,
0: okay, I'm gonna get those books. I'm gonna read them. I'm gonna read them. Yeah.
1: So we're <laughs> gonna we're gonna cover them three months in a row for book club. <clears throat> yes. Okay? So
0: first week of July is the first the first one.
1: Heir to the Empire.
0: And um,
1: August, Dark Force Rising. Yeah. September, The Last Command.
0: Oh, my God. September. Wow. I can't, so we got it planned
1: out for a while with the book club. They're pretty fast reads. I mean, they're they're substantial books. I mean, it's not like they're novellas or anything like that. Yeah. I say they're fast reads because they're they're page turners. They're
0: not like Game of Thrones.
1: They're like totally the type of thing where you're going to read these and you're going to be able to perfectly imagine the actors speaking in the dialogue. You're going to be able to hear the sounds of the battles in your mind. You're going to hear the, oh, cool. the music in your head. It, they're totally rad. Oh my god, that's so exciting! Cannot recommend them more highly.
0: Stop! I'm too excited. I want to go home. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to go to Half Price Books. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's okay. what's up with that. So
0: Star Wars Month commences next week, and we're super excited because actually it will be a month. It'll be three weeks of the movies and one week of that book. So yeah, four weeks in a row Star Wars related. Yep. And am totally going to start photoshopping pictures. It's going to be funny. So let's do that. I don't even know how. I don't have Photoshop, but I have Paint. So, That's all you need. Yeah. Um, you could get GIMP. I have GIMP.
1: Okay. There you
0: go. Uh, nothing's better than paint. Seriously, GIMP, like, you got to do all the layers and crap. Mm. Too much. No good. I don't even want to do it.
1: All right. Some marvels.
0: Marvels. Okay. I forgot to mention to you also about another thing that we should cover because we sort of talked about it once a long time ago. And I'm going to say it on the air. This is not a guarantee that we will cover it. But I already purchased it, so we probably should. Um, Watchmen, we should probably talk about that at some
1: point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: I have that, so So we'll do that sometime. Um, Maybe we could do that for a grab bag for something. I don't know. Anyway, um, Marvel's was sweet, awesome, so good. First of all, um... The artwork is, like, way different than I, I've seen in a comic book in a long time. And I, I'm i not, like we've talked about, I haven't read... When I was younger, I read, um like, Japanese. I read manga and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I didn't never read, like, Marvel comic books. And manga's usually black and white, so um it's like line drawings and some shading and stuff but um but this is like watercolor like or not you know acrylic it's like hardcore like realistic painting it looks like right. photographs mm-hmm. of people some of the pictures are like the the facial expressions and stuff like there was this one panel of just a random extra one of the news guys talking and he was like in the middle of saying a word and you could see his mouth shaped in the way that word Looks when you say it, and it was just like, "Holy crap! This looks so realistic." It's like, it was awesome. And I've even, you know, I've leafed through recent graphic novels and looked at them and stuff, and they they don't look that good.
1: Yeah. This is different. It's it's very uncommon. Yeah, because it takes so long. Yeah, um, Alex Ross is is famous for his <laughs> photorealistic painted comics, mm-hmm. and. I in fact I can't I can't think of any book where he didn't do that style. Like I I he's never had a published comic that I know of anyways mm-hmm. where he just draws it in a more traditional mm-hmm. comic manner because mm-hmm. that's not what his style is about. One of the things that that he does in order to achieve that that realism is he uses models for reference?
0: Yeah, he talked about it in the end of the book. There was a little appendix. I don't know if your version has that or not. Yeah, um, I'm not sure what if it was like a special edition or something, but um, no, there there was a little appendix at the end of the book, and he talked about his process, and he even showed some photographs of like the people posing for the different panels and stuff, and it was really cool. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, it's it's the closest thing I think there is to short of turning a comic book into a movie. Yeah. Which we have that now. And yeah. that's awesome. Right. But but his his art actually is 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 in a way on it on its completely own level mm-hmm. in that regard because mm-hmm. he's getting he's getting feelings and emotion out of out of his his paintings that uh that are just so engrossing to me. Like you really you look at that work and you you want to be in it.
0: Yeah. It's it's definitely um it's realistic, it's inviting, it's entertaining. I mean everything about it is awesome. Um the artwork itself, that's all I'm talking about right now. The whole thing was that way, but specifically the artwork. Um I thought the um when you first gave me this book to, when you first told me to read this this graphic novel, you somehow described it in a way that gave me your reason for why this should be our first comic book. Right? Can you do that again?
1: Probably what I told you at the time was, is mm-hmm. it is it shows landmark moments, or or is some of the some are origins, some are just landmark moments in the Marvel universe as told from the eyes of an observer. Mm-hmm. And and actually, and I think that's true, mm-hmm. and I don't want to speak for you, but having reread it again myself during this process, I think it's actually a lot more than just that. Mm-hmm. When when I read it this time, I really felt for, for Phil in... In a much deeper way than I remember from the first time I read it, mm-hmm. because you you get so much of his his struggle and his his kind of internal conflict with how he feels about the heroes, or as he calls them, the marvels.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so yeah. I mean, <clears throat> the one thing about this book is that. Um, the stories are all so intertwined. You don't actually really hear from the marvels themselves at all. I don't even know if any of them actually ever talk. There's a part in the beginning where the human torch is like his inner dialogue is Mm -hmm. going on, but they don't really interact at all. It's mostly like you said, it's all from an observer's point of view. So it's really, it's not really about them at all. It's about the people that are, witnessing everything that's happening um with the marvels right and um so like the citizens of new york or wherever they this is their story and it involves a lot of different superheroes and and characters that we are familiar with um but you don't ever hear from them right you just watch what happens and how other people react yeah so that's cool. And um it's almost like okay, so it's cool that we're talking about that and the Avengers this week because I think they have a lot in common. Um I just watched The Avengers finally and apart from the scene where I cheered out loud for Cleveland cuz I saw it, it was Tower City, <laughs> um the, the whole terminal area, but um where Loki is like making everyone bow down to him um and he's like, you know, trying to get all the people of it's cleveland sp- it's
1: supposed to be germany but it's totally but cleveland. It's tower <laughs> city <laughs> i know i was like Tower City,
0: an <laughs> and all the clevelanders that are there they're mostly all cleveland extras i think right probably pr- yeah, i think they sure. were and um like there's that one old man he stands up right. and i was like i wonder who he is if he's actually an actor if he's a clevelander probably an actor yeah. um because he had a line but um it was like it was really awesome but i think that these two things um really have a lot in common because you um it's almost as if you could make it that let's like pretend they're the same story and pretend that Phil exists during the time that this Avengers movie is existing it could totally be the same Absolutely, the same story it could. and yeah. and even at the end of the Avengers movie during the credits you see headlines and interviews and news reports of all these things And, um, or not during the credits, but it was like at some point in the movie and people are saying the same stuff they said in that comic book, which was like, how are we supposed, why should we trust them? Like they're just random people that come And make their point to, you know, fight for us and who are they in the first place and all this stuff. And then there are some people who are like, it was so cool and they're awesome and we're really big fans. And everyone's reacting in a totally different way. There's like, they even show like hippies dancing around and wearing like Captain America shirts and stuff. And like everybody is reacting and they have that like citizen's reaction point of view from in the Avengers movie as well, which is the whole point of the book Marvel. So, it's it's cool to think that you could totally you could totally make it the same story and it would it would work. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um so yeah, it, it was cool to to do that simultaneously. Um I think um uh what was I going to say? Oh, The fact that it spans over such a long period of time marvels Um, like Phil's kind of younger and then he and then it goes over probably like 13 years or something like that because he has like a young daughter and then she becomes like she looks like she's like a preteen or something. Yeah. Um, So it's got to be like 12 or 13 years of story.
1: Well, it's it's actually much more than that. Is it? It starts in 1939 and at the end of the story, it's around 1973. Oh, Yeah.
0: Yeah, so um I don't know. I, I think it was really cool and it wasn't really what I expected. Um when you told me that it was like from the eyes of an observer, I thought that would be really cool, but for some reason I was still thinking that there would be like character um like superhero interaction, but there really isn't. Right. No, you kind of just see them.
1: Yeah, there's like one one section where he kind Of hangs out with uh Luke Cage a little bit.
0: Uh, what's that?
1: And where he's, I think it's in book three, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I mean, basically, there's
0: I'm stupid, I don't know who that is.
1: Uh, Luke Cage is Power Man. Oh, he's okay. the, the big, strong black guy.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that part. Yeah, okay, yeah. See that's the thing. I'm not. Maybe I didn't catch that when I was reading
1: it. Yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. There's well, there's there's a lot of stuff in there that that rewards the longtime fan. Mm-hmm. And even though I don't think it was ever really meant for people who are new to comics or new to the Marvel comics, anyways, it's still very very accessible. Yeah, to them. Was. Otherwise, I wouldn't have recommended. No, it definitely it to
0: was. I got super excited when the X Men appeared. <clears throat> Right, I wish they would have been in more. Yeah, so I want to read more X Men stuff.
1: X Men are X Men are really neat. They're it's super deep. Yeah, because you can like go a human really, condition. really deep into X Men because it was well, it, it the book back when it came out in the '60s was was a reflection of what we saw in the Marvel storyline, which is it it was even then intended as a metaphor for the civil rights movement.
0: Mm-hmm yeah
1: and so that that's that's always been and remains to this day a a central theme of what the x men characters and what being a mutant and all of that stuff is uh is yeah. really all about
0: it's super cool i definitely think i mean it's it's really awesome to see these stories as an adult too because like you can kind of you can kind of read them in a new way and understand, like, like you said, the metaphor that's involved. And like when we were talking about uh, last week, um, some of the, um, references to communism and stuff and like, and it's just, you don't catch that when you're a kid. But when you read it now, it's almost like a historical perspective. And it's just, it's really cool to read a new point of view in that sort of area. Which right. It's neat. Right. Um, you were, were you looking something up
1: i w- i was looking something up um you were you were talking about the parallels in the the avengers to to the storyline of of marvels mm-hmm. and um one of the things that i that i wanted to point out in particular is the the actress ashley johnson who plays the waitress at the end of the avengers and we see her in the reaction scenes. Oh, the one that was saved about, by Captain America? Captain America yeah. saved me and, and that, whole, that whole thing. And I, I wanted to point her out and make, and make sure thought, that we mentioned her. I wondered
0: her. if she had some sort of importance because, yeah, it seemed like. Well, it. she
1: does and on, on a movie level and also a real world level. Mm-hmm. Um, movie level first. There are deleted scenes for the Avengers.
0: I haven't watched them yet. Okay. But I want to,
1: yeah. Uh, Where Steve Rogers, towards the beginning of the movie, Steve Rogers is at her diner, wherever she works at, restaurant, and he's sitting outside uh, at a table.
0: Being super dreamy.
1: Being, okay. That's fine. say. He's dreamy.
0: He's a dreamboat. Yeah. I love Captain America. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> okay, keep going. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's fine. Oh <laughs> you can have your moment. <sighs>
0: <sighs> Punching bags.
1: So he's hanging out, he's sitting there, he's thinking, and he's what it is is he's he's found out that um that Peggy Carter is still alive. What? Yes.
0: I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. He's found out that she's still alive. Oh my god. And he's debating whether or not he wants to go visit her. <gasps> and he has there's a nice little exchange in the deleted scene where where Ashley Johnson's character is talking to him.
0: Does she know that who he is?
1: No. Okay. No. Because he's he's in his his right. civvies. Right. And at that point nobody in New York City really knows even alive that he's back or yeah. whatever and there's a really nice moment there that i kind of wish they would have would have left in the film um so there's that aspect and and then she has those those really nice well what's couple of lines well there's he, he's clearly like thinking and reflecting and and to be honest i can't remember exactly what she says to mm-hmm. him but it's
0: profound profound and yeah. gives
1: him food for thought yeah um uh, and then the second thing just like as a as a real person um Ashley Johnson Johnson is super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh she's a nerd like us. Mm-hmm. Like legit. She and looks familiar. You know what show she's from? No. Growing Pains. Oh. She was the yeah. little sister on Growing Pains.
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: I want to say Scarlett.
0: I don't remember. Yeah, anyways, name. she's I the. I never little really watched that Growing show Pains. very much. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah. She's, so she's yeah. like
1: big on the Twitter, and and she does like beautiful Instagram photos. Oh my gosh, I want to follow. So her So I Twitter. think I think her handle is Ashley the Johnson. Okay, as I recall, I don't think I have service. She's down here. super awesome,
0: but yeah, that's awesome. Um, that's really cool. I I wonder if she's going to be in any other. I wonder if she'll show up if
1: all. if they don't use her in like Cap Two or Avengers Two, then they're idiots.
0: Yeah, because isn't she okay? So. I mean, what I was wondering is if she's like a, you think she's just a random person, but she actually is like a person in the comic books that, like a character in the comic books that comes back. I wonder if she's supposed to be somebody important.
1: Not to my knowledge. Okay. I don't, and and I can't remember, I can't remember if she's named in the credits Hmm. or not. Okay. But I, I don't think she is. That would be kind of cool, but they sure as hell better use her again. Yeah, she is. She is a. Uh, she is a Whedon.
0: Yeah,
1: I, I don't know what 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 you want to call actors who whom, uh, Joss Whedon uses on a regular basis. Yeah, knights or something. Yeah, I don't know. Who, whatever. Yeah, she's a... she's one of them. Yeah, and she's in the. Uh, pretty sure, she's going to be in the uh, the Much Ado About Nothing. Okay, movie, which comes out in two weeks, and we, we need to go see it.
0: Yeah, uh, totally. Yeah. Um, I f- no, she's familiar from something else, other than g- I think she was in. Um, go to her IMDb because she might have been in a Joss Whedon thing that I've seen. Like, was she in Dollhouse? I wonder. Or
1: she? She? I can. Okay, I can confirm that she is in Much Ado About Nothing.
0: Do you know who she plays?
1: She plays. Oh, I gotta scroll. I gotta scroll. Margaret. Okay. She was in. She's been in a ton of stuff. I'm like scrolling and scrolling through her TV credits. Yeah. Uh, ben 10 Omniverse. She plays Gwen Tennyson. I didn't know that. Uh, I watched that with my kid. With what Alex. else? Read other stuff out um, there. She's done a lot of VO work. Uh oh, okay. let's see. Yeah, she has been in Dollhouse.
0: What was she in Dollhouse?
1: Uh Wendy, Caroline, Hayden Leeds. A couple episodes. She She's been in Cold Case, she's been in Lie to Me.
0: Doll I wonder if she was a doll in, I don't know if she was a doll. I don't think she was. I think she must have been like another character.
1: Yeah. She's done monk, she's done she's done like Monk. Guest, I probably saw her guest on. Guest roles and a bunch of stuff. Um and then also a lot of EO work. Sweet. Yeah, she's super. She's even more awesome.
0: Yeah, she's cool. Yeah. I, um I'll definitely follow her. And we'll we should tweet at her. Yeah. Tweet her.
1: Yeah, we'll let her tweet know about her this episode Twitter. that she got a Yeah. Got nice a little, what
0: what? What up? Um okay, so oh. yeah. Um I love Captain America. I don't think I've ever loved a movie star more than Captain America. I'm pretty sure he's going to be my husband. I like him.
1: He also plays the human torch in uh, the Fantastic he, Four movies. But he's, he's all on fire. He was good, and, as, I don't, I don't he was good as the torch. Was he on
0: fire all the time?
1: Not all the time. He's not going to burn you. He knows what parts <laughs> to turn off the fire.
0: <laughs> or turn on the fire. Yeah. Um, no, he's way better as Captain America. It's, it's part of the Captain America thing that helps. Like, it's not just Chris Evans. It's like... Right captain america captain america yeah. yeah yeah especially during world war ii because it's like duh like obviously we need some hunky american guy to
1: beat up hitler i mean the more i think about it the more i realize like if i were ever going to put my hands on a man like it, it would <laughs> have to be captain america it has
0: to be him i mean yeah. he's like yeah. super hunkified yeah and like i whatever his hair with the little like floofy uh the 40s like swirly floof i don't know what it's called
1: (laughs) (laughs) swirly floof (laughs) show title
0: yes uh Oh, okay, um, we have to stop. Uh,
1: I could. <laughs> we I can't, could go we on. can't.
0: We can't talk about him I'm, for any. I'm longer. with you. No, no,
1: no. I can. I can go on and on about Captain America. Like he comes. But on, it's for different reasons. He comes
0: on the screen, and I'll be like, "Hello, <laughs> <laughs> you're punching a punching bag, <laughs> and then you break it, and there's like seven more on the ground because you're awesome." Um, yeah. So anyway, I can't. I'm getting starry-eyed. Okay, let's <laughs> <laughs> new topic. Um. So, what else about Marvels can we talk about?
1: Well, I think one of the things that that I just wanted to say about it is it it poses a, it poses a very compelling question.
0: Okay. As does
1: Avengers, for that matter. Okay. But it poses that question of, what if? What if? In our society, there are all of a sudden people with superpowers. Mm -hmm. How do we react to that? How do we treat them as a society and as individuals? How do we respond? And I have to think, unfortunately, that the response would be very mixed as it is in the comics if not leaning even more towards the negative.
0: Oh, okay. <clears throat> I want to talk about this um without being like obviously biased because of my situation, but um I I think the whole like the whole like superpower thing, obviously aside, if we had these um like Avengers who were there to fight battles that we couldn't imagine um, that we don't necessarily even know about, what would we do? Um, do you know where I'm going with this? Yeah. We do have that. You know, right? We already have that, and we don't know about
1: it's called the seals yeah. and the green berets, yeah, and... special
0: forces, yeah. all that. I mean, those guys like do so much stuff that we don't even, uh, we don't, we could never imagine, and we don't know. And I think the reason why they're so secretive is because we might not react the way that we should in that scenario, you know. Right? And I think, I think the 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 depiction of the public is spot on. In both Avengers and Marvels, Mm -hmm. because people aren't trustworthy or people don't trust others easily, and um, especially when it comes down to fighting battles and fighting them because they are protecting us, like we might feel like, well, I can't. We do it, or you know, what if I don't want? protected or like what if I don't agree with the way you're doing it or um what if you know you're fighting things that maybe just need to be talked to instead of thought you know like all that stuff people think that in their minds and they they go through that that thought process and um it's destructive so they don't really need to know a lot of it that's that's what I think I think I think if, if there were suddenly people that had superpowers that were fighting battles, I think they absolutely would, the same thing would happen that is happening in the Avengers with the public's response. So, um, you know, that makes sense that they're all like masked superheroes and they, they keep their identities secret. Um, cause I think they would have to, right? Yeah. Do you agree?
1: Yeah, I totally agree with that.
0: Yeah. Um, but the, okay, so then let's let's talk about not just the the fighting and the protecting part, but the the actual superhero, the superpower part. Um, I think there would be jealousy um, added to that whole other mess of emotions. Because I would be yeah, damn and jealous. That was, <laughs> <laughs> I would be really jealous.
1: That's that's true, and in, and in fact, that was part of. Bill Sheldon's reluctance to get married. Like he felt, he felt powerless. Right. In like these, less of a man. He felt like less of a man, mm-hmm. powerless in these increasingly dangerous situations mm-hmm. to the point where he broke off his engagement.
0: Because he thought he wouldn't be, he, he couldn't protect her the way that like an Avenger could, or a Marvel, not an Avenger, but one of the Marvels could. Right. So he felt, I don't know if jealous is the right word, but he felt inadequate.
1: Exactly. Comparatively. Yeah.
0: Comparatively, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah he, he is a person who, who felt inadequate. Mm-hmm. There would be a lot of people, though, who would just feel jealous.
0: And then there would be a lot of production of, like, materials that could make you more heroic. You know, like, maybe there would be more weapons produced to try to match, like, certain superpowers. Or right. maybe there would be, like, Pills you could take that people would claim would give you superpowers or just
1: just like there are in the comics.
0: Right. And like people would have like training sessions that they thought, you know, they would take your money to train you to become like one or something like that. Like there would be all sorts of manipulation happening. Mm -hmm. You're right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So as soon as no, you're right. Because as soon as we got if we were to get like a public publicly known super soldier. Mm -hmm. one of the very next things that would happen is people would start... Trying to be like them. ...militia boot camps where you roid up Mm -hmm. and you try to be like Captain America. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Totally. I mean, um, this has happened in more than one universe, you know, comic or nerd universe. I mean, it happened in Buffy with the initiative... Um, all those like military dudes who were like secretively roided up. They didn't even know. I don't think they were roided up, but they were, um, and they had like, you know, they were special ops kind of guys. And then there was, um, you know, I'm trying to think of other types of series that had secret militia that were, um,
1: yeah, tons of them all over the place.
0: Yeah, And, um, you know, they all have what they all have in common is that they they keep it secret,
1: <laughs> right? And it's not just like the the super serum stuff, but but also technology. Mm-hmm. Like somebody builds, like you know who Elon Musk is, right? Mm. It's okay if you don't. I should <laughs> no. I shouldn't phrase things <laughs> I in, in like such a in such a presumptive manner. That's okay. My apologies. Oh, no, that's okay. Um, Elon Musk is is oftentimes referred to as. Like our real life Iron Man, a real real life Tony Stark. I, I think say. I
0: know who he is. He, I think I saw an interview with him on um, Soul Pancake with Rain Wilson. Okay, I think it was that guy. But keep going.
1: Okay, so Elon Musk is uh, he's a an engineer who helped design rockets and stuff for NASA, made billions and billions of dollars with PayPal.
0: Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, he's put
1: his fortune into the Tesla Motor Car Company. Right. So electric cars. Yeah. And he's doing all of the stuff with the privatization of spaceflight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the the scenario would be like, okay, Elon Musk comes out with, like, his version of the real-life Iron Man suit. Right. What that would spawn is... bunch of other copycats Mm -hmm. who do like some janky version of the suit there would be that's unsafe yeah like the uh oh the one scene in the original iron man where there's the 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 prototype suit that somebody else is making Mm -hmm. and it malfunctions and it like Snaps the butt, the guy's back yeah, or whatever, yeah. You know, stuff. There's like all that. sorts of yeah.
0: shenanigans that can happen, and I totally remember this guy because he has the weirdest name. I don't know why I didn't remember that, but I do. I did see an interview with him. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it would just. I don't know what what would happen. I mean that that's the thing. Like that's totally that's totally plausible. That guy has a g- gazillion of dollars. I mean, he could figure out a way. To make some sort of like robotic, even if it's not a suit, you know, like some sort of robotic um, thing that could fight, or you know, somehow have some sort of purpose that somebody else could make into a fighting suit or something, you know. That I mean, shoot, it's twenty thirteen. This this stuff needs to start happening now. I mean, come on, what
1: are we waiting for? Basically,
0: I wonder what would happen. Yeah. I mean I think there's a lot of um a lot of science and research that's happening that is like way beyond what out there and we don't even really know what's happening right now. Oh for now. sure stem so, cell yeah. stuff
1: cloning stuff. I mean
0: all that stuff is happening we have no idea. So I'm sure I mean it's probably gonna exist at some point. Yeah. And I don't know if there like, was
1: some thing where where they they grew somebody a new ear yeah, like off on the a back rat? of a rat. Yeah, yeah.
0: Freaking crazy. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Ew.
1: Gross. I mean, that's just that's where that's where technology and science and and medicine and all of these things are are headed. So, in in that regard, I can really see us at some point having these kinds of issues seriously, like mm-hmm. having these kinds of issues in our society, the difference being we have, we have superpowers that are created or technology that's created and engineered rather than
0: like a gamma ray exposure, the that gamma ray exposure, exposure yeah.
1: or Thor comes down.
0: Yeah. Right. And that, I mean, that totally makes sense. And I mean, I just had a thought, and I don't know if it's really, if it makes any sense, but think about like the Cold War. I mean, wasn't that kind of like technology and, and nuclear, nuclear, n- nuclear based? Mm-hmm. Like, all That's of exactly it, what was it was because we had this technology and somebody else had it, and we were like, we have more. No, we have more. No, we have more. And it was like back and forth. I mean, that, that spawned like years and years of of um, civil dissonance. Yeah, and that's just a small example. Of, I mean, it's not small, but that's we have more technology now than we did then. Yeah. So, I mean, that could absolutely happen between mut- us and like China or something, or you know, or another country that has a, a high technology. Um,
1: well, why do you think it is that we allow? Okay, I don't. I don't really want to get. Political, here, right? Okay? Yeah, but I'm just gonna say it and take it for what it's worth. Why do you think it is that we allow China to get away with all of the human rights violations that they do? Mm-hmm. Number one, it's economic, yeah, right? Because we need them mm-hmm. economically, but the other thing, and it's the same thing that we had. With the, Sov- with the former Soviet Union during all of the Cold War. Mutually assured destruction. Yeah. Okay? We've all got enough nukes to wipe each other off the map. And we just want to do it. Because <laughs> we have all the nukes that we need. And they have all the nukes that they need. It's a stalemate.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But this is where things get weird as soon because as at somebody... some point there's gonna be this next evolution that causes a potential or perceived advantage.
0: And whoever gets there first is what's gonna start the problem. Right. Yeah.
1: Dang. Whoa.
0: <laughs> we just got really deep. <laughs> <sighs> um yeah, I know. I just keep thinking about like that and like North Korea and um, you know. All these other countries where everyone's like, okay, we're just gonna back up a little bit, you know, like, (laughs) because it's, it could, it could be bad.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I don't know. I mean, one of the problems here, too, is that people are so, people want to be praised or, you know, known for some successful achievement and so Mm -hmm. if somebody were to come out and be like hey look what i did woohoo and it was like some crazy technology somebody else would want to do the same thing or beat them or you know and it it would start this i mean it already has started but we're talking about like major advancements where things could start getting
1: dangerous really really fast and i
0: think that's so easy to do because people want to win
1: right and and there's any number of different motivations for doing that. We right. talked last week about why does Tony Stark do the things that he does? Right. The Avengers. I mean, it's the perfect example. Mm-hmm. You look at at the 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 headbutting between him and Captain America.
0: Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own purpose. Captain
1: America is a superhero because he wants to do the right thing. Right. Tony Stark is a superhero because he gets his yah off on on being yeah. the, the most popular guy in the room. Right. And again, like if you were to apply that to a real world situation, which is the perspective that Marvels takes this from, that becomes a real issue is who gets this technology, who gets these powers into their hands right. And and what do they... What do they do with it? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can you can see that even in the the Marvels story where uh, Namor the Submariner mm-hmm. is kind of a good guy, mm-hmm. but he's a lot more of a douche than he is a good guy. Right. And number one, he's looking out for his people, the Atlanteans. Okay, so he's more than willing to turn his back on the humans right when he thinks his people his civilization is being threatened
0: right and i think you know part of the part of the problem here like when we talk about this in the marvels universe versus you know our universe the marvels universe does have that element of like uh, magic i don't know if you would call it magic but like you know, whatever sort of superpowers that are probably unlikely, you know, like Thor or like gamma ray exposure making you into the Hulk or something like that. Um, That has that element. So we don't have that element. But since we don't have that element, every person who would become a superhero is chosen to be that by somebody else or themselves. So you have that element of how do we choose the person to like they did with Captain America? Like they chose him because of whatever reasons they, they finally figured out they wanted him to do it because he was, um, a
1: good, a good man. Not necessarily the, the, what the uh, right
0: build or the right, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, It it wasn't
1: about being the perfect soldier. It was about being the perfect man. Man, Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it took a lot of consideration and you know, like he didn't, he couldn't even know that he was in the running to do that. Like he didn't know that he was being chosen for anything you know until they did and you know whatever but so so we would have this whole element of like decisions that we would have to make and that adds a whole other layer of jealousy and um fighting and all that stuff because why does that person get chosen and not me or how does this person get to decide who the next superhero is going to be like you know somebody has to decide and, right. like, who gets to do that and why? And then whoever gets to be the one that is chosen, there's that for them, too. Why are they chosen? Why isn't this other person chosen? So it's all, like, I mean, it would all be man-made. Right. And that causes a whole other bunch of problems than, like, getting bitten by a radioactive spider. Because at that point, you really have no other
1: choice. Right. Right. Yeah, it's it's all about that, that hero's choice concept. Something happens to you, and then you yeah. decide what to do with it, versus you're being manufactured to be a hero or whatever. And and along those same lines, one of the other issues that would assuredly come up is the the, the conflict of, well, you're creating super soldiers, so you've got the whole military angle, versus... Super powered people who are civilians. civilians.
0: Yeah. So does the government decide, or does the do civilians decide? Like, is right. it put to a public vote? Like, what?
1: right? I mean, there's exactly. tons of
0: issues, and like, also the whole other thing with, I mean, Captain America is like super dreamy and perfect, so he would never get corrupted. But like, somebody else that's chosen to be a, a Captain America or a you know super soldier. They could p- potentially be convinced to become evil. You know. Yeah. I mean, think about like the corruption of any sort of like leader or politician or whoever. They might get used to people doing things that they want, and then yeah. ask for more and more and more. And then now we have an evil villain. <sighs> yeah.
1: Ex- well, exactly. <laughs> and and it's a a hero can have can have the best of intentions. Until their identity is discovered by the supervillain. And what does the supervillain do?
0: Tries to get them on their side.
1: Tries to get them on their side. He goes, you know, Dr. Octopus goes and kidnaps Aunt May. Mm. All right, Peter, what's up?
0: Now we got the family involved. What's up? Dang, man. And then what if Aunt May is like a really important nurse and then her whole, all the patients are involved? I mean, this is like a whole chain of events. Right. This is not okay. I mean, I think it would be okay if no one knew it was happening. It's gotta be secret, ultra yeah. secret
1: to wrap it back to your initial point, yes which is <laughs> which a is already super existing,
0: so <laughs> yeah,
1: well, yeah, sort of sort of well, i think I think the difference is maybe I don't know maybe maybe there's less of a difference maybe there's a less of a difference than than we really realize. What I was going to say was there is a difference between special forces going and doing what needs to be done versus special forces and a battle in the middle of New York City. Right. Versus special forces versus aliens that show up versus the hulk versus aliens there there's a million yeah. little yeah. combinations there each one i think would come with its own set of of baggage and and reactions mm-hmm. but what you're saying i think is is you nailed it there is already mm-hmm. The Avengers is already happening.
0: Yeah. The the, it, the difference is the that Avengers it doesn't happen in public in the States. Doesn't
1: happen in public. We don't see and it. It's Not. It doesn't, end up, it, it
0: doesn't happen in yeah. It doesn't happen in public here. Right. It happens in public other places. Right. And as soon as it starts happening in public here is when when the stuff is gonna hit the fan. Right. Because, you know, we can't handle that
1: because <laughs> you can ignore a lot yeah. when it's not happening in front yeah. of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is all not—it's not. new. I know that yeah. you're not. It's not new. Yeah, and I know that you're not being political in any way when you say this stuff. Or at least I presume you're not mm, being. No. And, I, and I don't mean it in any political way either. It's just—it's all about examining what what that reaction is and the difference. Of when it happens in your own backyard, mm-hmm. when stuff goes down, and the 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 fact that it's super powered people, just and aliens, is just like one step yeah. beyond the crazy, right? Yeah, dang, it's good stuff. It's yeah. really good stuff, and and that's a huge part of of Marvels and and a big part of the whole point of of the Avengers, and. I think the other the other thing that really touches me with with Marvel's is, well, first of all, he's a photographer Mm -hmm. and there was a period of of time in my life where I was super into photojournalism and I was shooting for for newspapers and stuff like that. So I could kind of uh, kind of relate to it in that regard. Um and when i when i read it again this time one of the things that that really struck me uh, again like i said before was the the very personal nature of of how he deals with this and and sort of how he like the effect that it has on his relationship with his family
0: mhm i think that's awesome I feel, that they cover that
1: yeah it's a it's it's a really important part of that part of that story and i kind of feel bad for him mm-hmm. in a way because you you can see time after time in the in the series where he's he's sharing a nice moment with his family and he gets pulled away because of his work
0: Right. But I think, I think he's also just, um, he's very, uh, sensitive to this topic and it's like his, it's like his thorn in his side. Like he's always thinking about the Marvels. And so when he gets pulled away for work and it's because of the Marvels, maybe it's a little bit different than when like some other photographer dude gets pulled away from his dinner because he has to take pictures of some other thing, you know, he's got more, he has more of an attachment to it. And so when he comes back that night, he's going to be like really let down or really, he's going to feel affected by it. Whereas like a, you know, some other photographer, Joe might not necessarily When he gets back home, it's like, oh, sorry, I missed dinner kind of thing. You know, it's not as big of a deal. But this guy, Phil, it's just like, to him, it feels like he's constantly being hit over the head with this problem of how the public views the marbles, whether they're good or bad or whatever. And to him, it's like, it's just such a major topic in his life that it affects him internally, too, and not just as far as, like, tears him away from his family during their trip to the zoo or something. But it also affects him emotionally. Um, and that tears him away from his family, too. So there's, like, that double whammy going on. You know, he's he's missing out on things physically, but also checking out mentally, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it's cool that they cover that, because cause that's definitely... I mean, could have just been a photographer taking pictures of stuff that happened. It could have just been like, you know, scene after scene of that kind of thing, but it was more personal than that, which is cool. Yeah. It became more personal. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it. It was For awesome. sure. I really recommend somebody who's just in the mood to like, try out reading comics, or they want to read a graphic novel or something, or they want to read, but they don't want to read hard stuff. They should probably check yeah. out this book.
1: It's deep, but it's an easy read.
0: It's really awesome. And, you know, it's cool because it's split up into a few different smaller sections. So like, you know, you could read one section a day or something, or read read one piece of it and then stop and come back later and it's fine. You don't have to worry about like I don't know, it's just it's easy to split yeah. up. You don't you don't have yeah. to go like all two hundred pages yeah.
1: in in one setting. There's good yeah. starting and stopping points yeah. with it.
0: So I think it's awesome. I think it's great. We covered this for, for book club. Totally, it makes me want to read more comics. So what should I read next? Just comic
1: wise. Comic wise. For fun. Uh, Avengers. Well, I'm gonna give you two things. Okay. Okay. Um, Captain Marvel. We've already talked about that. I, don't know. I think I meant. I don't know if I mentioned it to you. It wasn't on a show. Okay. Okay. Um, Writer Kelly Sue DeConnick. Oh, you told me. Does Captain Marvel? Mm -hmm. Great book. Um. Since you, since you're so into Captain America, he's my crush. Yeah. Then I think you need to get some Avengers comic books. Okay. And just do it.
0: Just like find random ones, whatever I can find.
1: Well, specific as as far as specific ones go, uh, Avengers Assemble is a more recent series okay and would be a pretty accessible
0: the thing the thing I noticed when I when I went to get Marvels which was I feel like forever ago um is that they had a lot of um they had a lot of books that were like um compilations of mm-hmm. like like for instance x men but it was like you know it was like probably ten different X-Men comics combined into one book. Right. It was just like an editor's compilation type thing. I don't know if that would be cool or not.
1: They well, they are cool, actually. Okay. Um uh, most of those in in the comic industry, the lingo is trade paperback. Okay. And so what those are is they're collections of like five, six, or maybe like ten issues mm-hmm. of a particular comic And you get that entire storyline Right in in one chunk.
0: That's what I kinda want because I'm a little bit I get into stories. Right. So I wouldn't want to necessarily read like an issue and and then like read another issue of something else. And
1: that's and that's one of the the larger problems in in comic books today, unfortunately, is there there are too many of them where I feel anyways, and a lot of uh, other people share this sentiment where you don't get a satisfying story in a single random issue.
0: Right. So and the I, trade I, paperbacks
1: I really... are great collections where you get that whole thing going all at once. So both of those those books that I recommended to you, both Avengers Assemble and Captain Marvel are are deep enough into their runs where you should be able to go to a comic book shop and get like the first volume of those in trade paperback form, and again, you're going to get, like, the first five or six issues, so, like, the first complete story arc for those. Cool. I'd recommend that um, a lot of good libraries are really starting to increase Yeah. their their stock, their catalog. Yeah of graphic, graphic novels. novels yeah. That's a great place to go. The Lakewood as Library well.
0: has a ton, by the way. Do they really? And it's a separate card than the Cleveland libraries. I used to live in Lakewood so I used to have one. I used to go there all the time. And um, they have a ton of graphic novels. Yeah. Their media department's really awesome. Um and then yeah, I've seen I've seen some at other libraries too, so I should check that out. But I like buying stuff just because I'm a spender. But I like having it on my shelf. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, By the way, I have a couple volumes of Buffy comic books too. (gasps) Do you? Yeah. Awesome. Um, I think my sister has one of them now, but um, I bought the second one and I I actually need to read that still.
1: Well, it's almost as if you need to go to Slovakia this summer and get it back from her.
0: Maybe I will. Gosh.
1: Mm, That's an idea. (laughs) Random passing thought.
0: You know what? I think I'll leave on the 28th of
1: June. I think that would be a fantastic idea.
0: That'd be good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I want to go to Half Price Books right now.
1: Okay. Well, let's end the show then. And buy some books. That's it for this week. Next week, Star Wars Episode 4 A New Hope. Woohoo! I'm so excited! Do, 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 do. Yeah! It's going to be awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, so you should definitely tweet us at NerdNavis and talk because, guys, get off your lazy butts and go online. <laughs>
1: It's, you're already on we know yeah, here's the, the thing tenundrum. people we know, <laughs> we know we know you're, know you're on the internet okay because <laughs> we're on the internet all damn day we see you we know that you're there we see you there's no hiding we know that you're not outside yeah enjoying yourselves yeah it's yeah. like, duh. We know you're there. You're not outside. Come on, talk you're, to us.
0: Yeah, seriously. And if you are outside, you're probably staring at your phone, so you could exactly. totally tweet us from that. Walking
1: down the street, beautiful summer day. Home oh, and check yeah. my Instagram. Do, do, do. Yeah,
0: come on. Come on, People, check out some nerds. Come us. on. It yeah. takes 140 characters or less. Yeah. Jeez. And also, you know, ask us a question, any question whatsoever, and I'll answer it. We'll answer anything,
1: pretty anything. much. anything. Pretty much anything.
0: You could ask me... Why I love Captain America. I'd be happy to talk about that. <laughs> 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 don't ask me. Well, no, you can ask me that. Um, but only if you ask me am I gonna talk about it. Uh what else? You can ask us. Whatever, just ask us stuff. Tweet us at Nerdnovice, send us an email, nerdnovice at gmail dot com. Check us out on iTunes if you haven't already. Leave us a review if you like the show. If you don't go stand in a corner somewhere and we don't want to hear from you. We're just kidding. You can you can talk to us if you don't like the show. Um, let us know what you think about this new format. I'd like to like to hear. And if you have any suggestions for future shows.
1: Like yeah.
0: Or movies. What, mov- or what
1: movies do you want to see us cover? What TV shows? What yeah. books?
0: Or what food should we review in our grab bag day? Yeah. Let us know. We'll talk to you. Um, and that's it,
1: right? That's it. Okay. Thanks for listening. Peace out, everyone. Bye. Bye.